Hello, and welcome to this special edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares-Reyes. You might have heard of the term rape culture before in passing. Take a moment to let those words sink in. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of the word rape? You probably heard or read horror stories about it and felt your blood boil with rage and your heart sink in despair. One syllable, four letters. Some people have to live with that word circling their minds forever because the feeling of being touched against your will never goes away because the pain that you felt in the moment and the pain that you felt when it was over will nag at you for the rest of your life. That is the fate of a victim. Now think of the word culture. It's humanity. It's society. It's tradition. It's customs. It's art and music and literature and philosophy. But it's also mentality. And in the world we live in, this mentality is becoming more toxic than ever. Rape culture. Can you imagine that disgusting word joined with people's way of thinking? Imagine someone pointing out a girl in a short skirt and a tank top and then turning to you and saying, God, is she asking for it or what? Imagine watching the news and seeing reporters argue about whether a rape victim brought it up on themselves when they got drunk at a party and passed out unaware of what was happening to them. Imagine a woman in a business suit and high heels walking down the streets of New York City when suddenly she hears catcalls that follow long after she's asked for them to stop. Guess what? You don't have to imagine because this happens for real every day. Rape culture is a concept that's been institutionalized in our society that makes sexual violence inevitable. To put it simply, we allow it to happen. We allow it when we slut shame, victim blame, and objectify bodies. We allow it when we make it okay for rapists to get off with a light sentence. We allow it when we don't blink an eye at a cry for help. We allow it when we stick to the belief that only women get raped and laugh when the roles are reversed. We allow it when many causes of rape go underreported because of rape culture itself. When victims are too afraid to press charges or testify in the fear of what people will say or think and whether they will get the justice they deserve. Now, Think about the words yes and no. We've been saying them for a long time, as long as we can remember, from the moment we could speak and understand. To say yes is to agree. To say no is to disagree. And all the little phrases that we use in between, like I don't want to, or not right now, or of course, or all right all mean the same thing. So why then is it so hard to understand the meaning of yes and no when it comes to consent? Consent has always meant 
and will always mean the same thing. Permission, approval, agreement. You'll be surprised, or maybe not, at how many times rapists have argued that we're unsure of what the victim meant when they said, I don't want to or not right now. There is absolutely no way either of those phrases can be translated to yes. But at some point, society has made it okay for people to believe that I don't want to or not right now isn't enough of a reason. It is. It is more than enough of a reason. Simply having the gut feeling that tells you no is enough to justify every choice you will ever make for the rest of your life. Consent is like boxing. If both people do not agree to it, then one person is committing a crime. Being drunk does not guarantee consent. Being passed out does not guarantee consent. Reluctance does not guarantee consent. Being asleep does not guarantee consent. However, someone may dress or wherever they may go. Yes will always mean yes and no will always mean no. A protest will always be a protest. A cry for help will always be a cry for help. I beg you all to understand that rape is not an issue to be taken lightly. It is not an issue to be brushed off and trivialized. It is not an issue you can ignore because it does not affect you. It does. How can you be indifferent to it when it affects the people around you? whether you know them or not, whether you'll remember their names tomorrow or not. It will continue to be an impending problem unless everyone stands together to do something about it. And that starts first and foremost by making yourself as aware as possible. It starts when you let go of the negativity and toxicity of rape culture. It starts when you educate yourself and the next generation on the meaning of consent. Because tomorrow depends on today. What we do now, the choices we make, can either make or break tomorrow's reality. No means no. It doesn't matter if the person is your boyfriend, girlfriend, or if you have agreed to have sex with that person hundreds of times in the past if you don't want to be touched but you are that's the problem date rape sexual assault can occur when the victim is alert irrational semi-conscious irrational or unable to respond due to drug or alcohol use in other words no matter what the situation is no means no no excuses. And if you can't say yes for any reason, 
that means no too. Many women feel embarrassed and alone when date rape or sexual assault occurs. They may even feel as if it's their fault. It's not. Please don't feel that way. The perpetrator, the person assaulting you, is the only one who should be embarrassed. Also, you don't have to go through this difficult situation alone. Your healthcare provider can tell you about resources designed to help you. Why don't people speak up? They think that others won't believe them. They may be confused about whether the incident was consensual or forced. They choose to use drugs or alcohol prior to the event. Self-blame, shame, and or fear of judgment. If you suspect that you are a victim of sexual assault or date rape, I understand why you will want to clean yourself. But please don't take a shower because you will be washing away invaluable evidence. Go straight to your local emergency room and contact the police. Your healthcare provider will want to examine you, run the proper tests, and help protect you against potentially sexually transmitted diseases. They will also help you get counseling if you desire. The sooner you report the event, the better. Remember, no means no, and you are not alone. As a side note, did you know that adolescents and young women between the ages of 16 and 24 years of age are more likely to be victims of sexual assault than are women of all other age groups? Furthermore, the majority of those rapes are committed by someone who is known to the victim. Justice. Do you know what justice is? Lady Justice, she's sometimes called. She's a blindfolded lady holding a set of scales. The reason why she's blindfolded is because justice can't see. Because justice does not judge by appearances. She judges, judges by the truth alone, what she can feel. We've been looking at appearances. And what do we see when we look at appearances? There are many people that may not look the way you think that they're supposed to look. A rapist can be anybody. It can be an authoritative figure. It can be a doctor. It can be a lawyer. It can be a football player. It can be a college student. It can be anyone. They don't have a look. And they can be very handsome. And that's another common misconception. It's a lot of people feel that handsome men don't rape. That is the biggest myth of all. They can be honor roll students, class officers, football jocks. But are they what they appear to be? 
But surely they couldn't be callous, overprivileged young men who would rape someone and not feel guilty about it? Look at her. Is that woman a lying slut who was so desperate for attention that she would lure an innocent young man for a drunken night of sex and then cry rape? Or is Sabrina Sloan another innocent victim of a brutal act of violence, a rape survivor who had the courage to bring her attacker to face justice. You are here to pass judgment on this man. Therefore, you must be blinded by the lie so you can see the truth. I want you to close your eyes right now and I want us to go to that room. Do you see a young woman luring a man? Luring a man in a room to have sex? Or do you see a man trapping a woman as prey? Do you see him gracefully dancing with her? and spinning her around? Or do you see him teasing her and taunting her and tossing her around like a football? Do you see him throwing a woman down on the bed and holding her by force, bruising her neck and her wrists? Do you see him trying to stifle her cries for passion? Or do you see him placing his hand over her mouth so he doesn't have to listen to her screaming for help as he rapes her. Rape is a crime, a cowardly and hideous crime that must be punished by the fullest extent of the law. Sabrina Sloan brought her attacker to justice and she fled as far as she could from one coast to another. No one is safe. Anyone can be a victim. But you must report it immediately. You must seek help right away, people. And I know it's going to be difficult. It was difficult for her. If you want justice, you have to speak up. I understand how difficult that can be. I know how embarrassing that can be. I know what it's like when people do not believe you, I know what it is like. When the police make you tell that story over and over and over again after they've already heard it for the hundredth time, 
I know how painful and humiliating that can be. I know how traumatizing that can be. Your life is changed forever. The nightmares don't go away. You become agitated often. It becomes difficult to concentrate. It's hard to stay focused because you keep reliving that over and over again. But I do believe with every fiber of my being and in the depths of my soul that a man does not have a right to violate you. He does not have this right to your body, not without your consent. And another thing I wanted to clear up, laughing and flirting is not an invitation to sex. Talking about sex openly is not an invitation to sex. Wearing short skirts and tank tops and showing your legs or wearing high heels or anything revealing, showing any cleavage is not an invitation to sex. So don't let them make you feel that you were leading them on or that that was the cause. A woman can walk outside naked if she wanted to. That does not give a man a right to rape her. This is wrong. This is immoral. This must change. I encourage anybody who has gone through something to not delay but to come forward so you can get justice. The justice that you deserve as a human being, as a woman. We stand together and we are powerful. So let's go over a few things again. Some of them are already mentioned. If you're just joining me, we're talking about rape. No means no. Stop means no. Turning away means no. I don't want to means no. Shoving you away means no leave me alone means no passed out means no I'm not ready means no pushing you away means no I don't feel like it means no drunk or drugged means no 
get away from me, means no. Screaming means no. Don't means no. Crying means no. You don't own my body. It is not yours. If you touch me or grope me, you're trespassing. Without my consent. In 2010, Sabrina Sloan met Philip White, a very handsome man waiting at a bus stop. They were playing eye tag for about an hour. They got acquainted, exchanged numbers. She couldn't help but to look into those blue, beautiful, piercing eyes and that sexy smile of his. It was an instant attraction. They exchanged numbers, stayed in contact with each other, starting, started going out on some dates. And Philip treated Sabrina very well. They went to the movies. They went out to eat. They had a lot of fun. They started to fall in love with each other after about three months. But then things took a turn for the worst. You see, Philip became increasingly possessive and jealous and abusive verbally towards Sabrina. Sabrina put up with it. She ignored it. She thought maybe it was something that she was doing that was wrong. She was working a lot. A whole lot. One day, or one night rather, Sabrina was working 16 hours back to back on a weekend. She didn't see Philip for a while. When she finally got off work, Philip had this cold look on his face. All the color was sucked out of his skin. As he held the door slightly opened with the chain still attached. Philip had been trying to get in touch with Sabrina. Sabrina had already told him that she was going to work 16 hours. She was tired. She came in and she went to sleep. Philip was still up. The next morning, she woke up. She tried to be affectionate with Philip. He called her names. He called her a whore. Called her a slut. He called her a bitch. He accused her of sleeping around. He said that she wasn't faithful. 
Now, mind you, Philip and Sabrina had not had sex in a while. The reason being, Sabrina didn't feel the need to continue to consummate the relationship due to his verbal abuse. So, so, um, Philip was thinking that she had been sleeping with other people other than him and withholding sex from him. Sabrina had already confirmed that she was at work, but Philip did not believe her. Philip took it on himself, took it upon himself to force himself on Sabrina, throwing her on the bed, ripping open her blouse, unzipping her pants, kissing her hard and fast, and Sabrina put up lots of resistance she tried to push him away she told him stop she told him to get off of her she begged him to not do this but it was if as Philip had earplugs in his ear He grabbed her wrists by her wrists and lifted her arms over her head. Sabrina was afraid that she, she was afraid to move because she thought she would dislocate her shoulder. And he's got her pinned down with all of his body weight. And so she can't breathe. and he put his hand over her mouth and he raped her Sabrina was terrified she was terrified and she was also confused how could a man who had been so good to her who claimed to love her who gave her foot massages, cooked her dinner, and ran her bath water. How could somebody be so capable of such a heinous crime? A man that, whom she fell in love with, she thought she loved, do this to her. Sabrina called 911. and sent Philip to prison for 10 years while Sabrina tried to move on with her life she had to go down to the police station and testify 
and a rape kit where sexual assault forensic evidence exam was performed. Sabrina ended up being okay. Um, not contracting anything. But the emotional pain that she felt. The wounds that just will not heal. The nightmares that she has every day. She is forever changed. How could this nice man turn into this monster and do something like this to her? Whom she trusted, whom she loved, whom she turned to for advice. Sabrina has been through a lot of things in her life. But this by far is the worst thing that she could have ever have gone through. Ladies and gentlemen, rape is not about sex. Rape is about power and control. It is about humiliation, and sometimes, or most of the time, it could be about a way of punishing a woman. When you meet somebody, get to know them very well. To me, it's much more difficult and much more painful when it's somebody that you know and that you trust versus a man with a ski mask in an alley somewhere. But don't ever underestimate anybody. I didn't want to be another statistic. I didn't think that this could happen to me. But it did. Because I am Sabrina Sloan. And that is my story. I apologize if I've upset anybody. But I really, really needed to get this out. This is my first time talking about this. It's been many years. And I hope to help someone else out there, anybody who's listening to this. You have the right to your own body. Don't let anybody take that away from you. I'm Sierra Tavares Reyes. Have a great night.